Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Miss N, with my co-host, Savannah. And we're back again with the next episode of The Digital Look Reads. In this podcast, we read one book per month. And Savannah, do you want to tell us about what book we're reading this month? Yeah, so for this month, we read Icebreaker, uh, which is a hockey romance um, book by Hannah Grace. It's about uh, two people. One is a figure skater named Anastasia, and the other is a hockey player named Nate. And they get into some fro- like forced proximity, just a little bit of enemies to lovers. Um, and I don't know. It's it was a really good like it's college setting book, just a decent like hockey romance. Um, it was really good. I really liked reading it. What about you? Yeah, I think like I'm at thirty six percent of the book, and I think it was it was a really light read. And I mean, obviously, I'm still gonna continue reading it. Um, but but yeah, I thought it was really fun. It was it was like watching a show. Um, but you're reading it. It was like like what you're watching like the OC, but set in like a college college town when there's like you know a hockey player, a skater. Yeah, it's cool. Like I I, I enjoyed it. It was like some light fun. Yeah. So I finished reading the book, and um, I would say like so I I read a decent amount of romance. I read a lot of romance last year, and but I've never really read a hockey romance uh, just because I'm not really a fan of hockey I've grown up with a lot of family I love hockey (laughs) (laughs) but it's like a very sad thing because I cheer for the Maple Leafs and you know (laughs) you know their history so um, (laughs) I'm very sad still that I'm still a hockey fan but you know it's what we sorry I I mean (laughs) that's like the rite of passage though I think for any hockey hockey I mean Maple Leafs fan yeah you just kind of you have to like that, that isn't that the whole thing like you just have to keep Except loving the them pain. I know <laughs> but it's like it's so funny I got into hockey because I was bored when I was in grade school and I was flipping the channels and it was a trade deadline and they were like talking up like I don't know the Maple Leafs at the time and I'm like cool and this was like when the Leafs were actually pretty good like they had Sundin <laughs> and Cujo and it was like the time when in we would like in our gym i don't know if you i i don't remember you weren't like i wasn't in toronto okay so. you weren't in toronto yeah, yeah but it was so wild like back in the like i'm, I'm dating myself but back <laughs> in the 2000s um the 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 leaves were like actually like really good mm-hmm. um and everyone was just like ah! and i think they reached like the eastern conference final and everyone would go to the gym i don't know if other schools had this but you would go to the gym. We didn't. There was actually no game there. There was no TV. It was just like people would cheer. Like we were all sitting down, and then we would cheer. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I'm like, what actually were we doing? Was it just like 15 minutes of people yelling and then clapping? I don't. But we were all cheering. Go Leafs, go! But there was no TV or anything, so that was kind of weird. But you know, it was like you don't question it when you. You don't question it now. You're like. I don't have to do like I don't have to do classwork exactly. for fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah, I can't count yeah. me. Count me I'll, in. For I'll this. be I'll be a diehard fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I I grew up like my dad was a diehard fan. Uh, my grandmother too. Like they would watch every single game. So 
Like I, I, I mean, if you're in Canada, you kind of grew up with hockey or like hockey players in your family, and it's just like a thing. I just and like I've gone to games, like I've gone to local games and stuff, and it is like fun to watch. And I, I used to love like going to the rink, watching a hockey game, and you'd get like some sort of like fast food, like fries oh, or yes. you know whatever hot dog. Yeah. And that was like a vibe. I yes. really enjoyed that because you're you're. It's like a whole experience. Totally. Um, but yeah, like personally, I I mean, I chose the this book because I was like, well, it's a romance. Yeah. It's also fiction, so I know yeah. like it's gonna be hard for Nicole to get into it. So I was like, maybe a <laughs> hockey romance, and then also, I mean, this kind of goes in perfectly. But like, we love. Um, my God, what's his name? Tessa? Is it Tessa and Scott? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they were so amazing. Yeah. And I mean, like, so, like, we've been obsessed with, like, Tessa and Scott and, like, their figure skating. So I was like, I know. okay, perfect. It's a figure skater. It's a hockey player. Yeah. At least there's, like, some interest for both of us here. I, yeah, there was. Like, I think you definitely got me in there. And I'm like, okay, I'll <laughs> I'll read this book. And it, yeah. was, it was a very fascinating read and yeah uh, yeah I'll, I'll continue reading it yeah <laughs> i think it's one of those things right because i mean like i don't always get to like 30 percent or like 36 percent with like the non-fiction so yeah. i mean it's just <laughs> you know there you go <laughs> yeah it's just bound to happen i, I yeah. mean i think the only reason why I, wa- I i was able to read it so quickly was just because i like spent an entire weekend just like going through it i mean it is like a very light read it is yeah Um, for sure that's the i mean i think that's probably why like i do enjoy like romance books because in in like the shortest of terms like it's it's like okay boy meets girl something happens and like hopefully it's a happily ever after and but it's like it's just like the different upsetting or like characters or like the tropes um but there's not much like in terms of like context where you're like it's not like fantasy where you have to like understand yeah figure out the magical system and like the world building and you have to spend like 20 percent of the book just like understanding like the lore of it all yeah it's just like it's very it's very approachable right Mm -hmm. and you were talking about this before we started recording but it's 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 a light read it's approachable and it's something that you know, everyone experiences that. Everyone knows that experience of like having a crush or falling in love or any of that mm-hmm. stuff, right? So it's so easy to fall into that world yeah. and then understand what the the characters are going through. It's true, yeah. It is. It's definitely like um, it's so realistic. I mean, some in some instances. I mean, obviously, like we're not figure skaters. We're not in college. <laughs> we're not gonna meet. Uh, a hockey captain i mean you never know <laughs> i mean i actually you never know i mean you we are in toronto that is a possibility <laughs> but i mean i definitely don't think i'm going to become a figure skater and <laughs> you never know either <laughs> career change <laughs> yeah i actually i like i used to skate when i was a kid but like not figure skate but i i used to skate and it used to be like it was one of my favorite things to do, um, 
and especially because I, I grew up in like Sault Ste. Marie so it, I mean it's winter like six months out of the year realistically yeah and so we actually so I guess like for you your school would go into the gym and cheer but we would have like <laughs> skating days what yeah so we would it would be like a half day or something and we would they, we would go to like a local arena and we would go and skate and that was always so much fun wow um yeah i forget it would be like you have to like spend a toonie or something to get out of school for that day it's amazing uh, yeah it was always so much fun because like you're doing something active but you're doing something with your friends and yeah once you get used to skating it's it's relatively easy just That's to keep so going cool. mm-hmm. yeah i think for us i mean it didn't I mean, it did snow in Toronto, and there is cold, like, periods, right? But we only, maybe we would go, like, it was a school field trip once a year, and it would Uh, be, like, at this, like, rink, and there's only, like, one rink in, like, my area or something, and then maybe we'd only spend, like, an hour or two there. So it it wasn't, like, a frequent thing, because, like, accessibility-wise, in terms of, like, finding a rink wasn't really too, like... I don't know. You couldn't really find a lot of rinks where I live. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's kind of funny, though, because you would think like Toronto would have more, but I don't, maybe it was just like a more common thing up north because so many people already skated. Mm, yeah. And I'm sure that they probably had like some form of partnership with like the arena. Yeah. Like the toonie that you would spend to like get out of the. Or to do, like, the half day that it would, like, go towards the arena or something. Yeah. Mm, That's interesting. I wanted to go back, though, to what you were talking about before around romance tropes. And you were Mm -hmm. saying before how um, it's often looked down upon. I'm curious if you can expand on that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I hate to say it, but it is kind kind of, like, embarrassing to be like, I read romance. Because it is sort of seen as, like, a lesser form of reading. Not necessarily because it's, like, I don't know. I feel like there's always that perspective of, like, if you're not learning Mm. or, like, gaining some knowledge, then, like, what's the point? Although, like, who's, like, if you read fantasy, like, what knowledge are you really? (laughs) If there is a... (laughs) You're just an invasion of, um, I don't know, orcs. Orcs, then yeah. Then you would know how to fend them off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I think it's – maybe it's just because it is, like, a genre that is predominantly read by women, and so it's seen as, like, this lesser thing. Um, and it is normally, like, the chapters are a lot shorter or, like, the the books themselves are, like – very short and sweet and it it follows like a very specific set of rules but um so yeah I mean like obviously I feel like sometimes I do get embarrassed being like I enjoy like a romance novel and it but it is really just because it is such a light and easy read that and I mean like it is nice to like think about like the meet cute moments of it all right like oh my god like this is such a cute you know retelling of something or um i have like a favorite series where it's like a plus size character that falls in love with somebody and they're very empowered with their body like it it is nice to see like different perspectives in that sense too mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just i think it's just like i mean and we can talk about it a bit more but i think with the rise of like book talk on tiktok and like the popularity of like books on there but it's 
predominantly women reading and recommending romance books. Um, and I mean, it's, I don't, I, it's interesting cause it's like, it happened because of the pandemic, but it, it just really like skyrocketed. And it's, I mean, like I, this book icebreaker only came out in 2002, but it's definitely like part of the like hockey romance subgenre, which is very expansive and very popular it's so fascinating like when i started like i i'd sent savannah um this article about just hockey romance books in general apparently in australia because of the rise of this genre there's been a rise in attendance in um people going to hockey arenas like like local like teams yeah like local it's not like the nhl or anything it's like and also it's in australia which (laughs) doesn't really have like a big hockey um, presence or like fan base right but because of these books it's like increasing the sports popularity and Mm -hmm. i thought that was so amazing because it is a way into a sport that is so predominantly male right Mm mm-hmm that's true. Yeah, honestly, I guess it it would be like a good way for you to be interested and like have some of that like existing knowledge. Like not that this book really I don't like it cuz it's told primarily from like the uh perspective of like the female uh main character. Um and so I think you get a lot more insight into what it's like to be a figure skater not so much in what it's like to be a hockey player but at least in some way you kind of are introduced to like the atmosphere of it all like how people react when they're watching a game like they're drinking beer they're you know cheering and yelling at the referees they're like it's such a group experience that you kind of have sort of some insight into what it's like before you actually attend the game so that you don't feel I guess like an outsider when you do go yeah absolutely yeah yeah that is interesting I I I mean I think I can't remember if it like in the article if it was like a TikTok that you sent me where they had um hockey players reading icebreaker (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah and so, I mean, like, so obviously this is a romance book, and so there's some spicy scenes, and I think that's such a thing, like, because I've seen a couple other videos on TikTok where, like, hockey players, or like, there's other sports romances, too, and so they'll have, like, people within that sport reading excerpts from yeah. these books, and, yeah, and, like, reacting to them, and it's always, like, funny because they're, like, they're always so shocked by, like, <laughs> the content. Yeah. <laughs> but i love i don't know i love that i love that that's like a shared experience of like this is what you're reading but then also like oh this is cool because it's like introducing people to like a different perspective of like their world for sure um and i mean i'm sure it's obviously it's like 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 you said like people are attending more games and they're interacting and there's like a new audience yeah really enough that are supporting them Exactly. And I think it's like, I I can definitely see like why say someone's like really into the, this kind of genre and then attending games because it almost, yes, it's approachable. Yes, it's relatable. And then you know, okay, like hockey is this way. But if you know there's a local team, it almost makes it 
even more realistic because then you can go to the games and then you can be you can really envision oh this is like what an arena is and okay sure like the the hockey players won't be what the book is like it wouldn't be like okay this is the but your mind can start like imagining it right you're like oh that can be like a nathan or that can be like a lobby and then like you (laughs) know and then you start imagining it so it it's really interesting like that kind of like dynamic between wanting to see something that was in a book Mm -hmm. oh true yeah yeah i mean i guess that's like the really nice thing about like the romance genre in general because i mean there's so many books i've read where it's like like it's more like workplace settings where like they're they're publishers or like book publishers or they're like it's a librarian or um what was like the most recent like oh they're like journalists and they're like enemies to lovers they're like fighting over like what's like who's going to get like the winning story and it's just like it's it's such a nice like glimpse into that world yeah um where yeah whereas like these sports romances they can kind of it's nice yeah to probably go and like sit in the arena and imagine like oh i'm anastasia and i'm watching nate play hockey (laughs) love it oh my god okay so what did you think about um like the forced proximity and like the enemies to lovers uh, elements of the book. I think, I think that was cool. I mean, when you think about romance books and, or any kind of story with a romance element, a lot of times like they do introduce those things. And I think Mm -hmm. it really, I mean, it's a reflection of life, right? When you're in forced proximity with each other, you will develop some kind of like relationship. It doesn't necessarily mean like a, a romantic relationship, but mm-hmm. you know, you see people often enough, you you start like saying hello, hi, and then, you know, maybe you become friends or whatnot, or maybe not, but there is that kind yeah. of like um rapport, right? So I think it was really cool. Like I think um the way that they it's interesting like how they create like that plot of like you would you would like kind of wonder okay like I know when I saw the book cover I'm like how would they, both of these I mean sure they they both are on ice like their sports are yeah. both on ice but how would they ever meet is it like you know it's like what you're talking about about the meet cute yeah. right like what is that yeah. moment that's always like the the most fascinating thing in romance books of like mm-hmm. what is that moment where they they meet and I I really like. Um, it it was kind of like complicated of like oh their mm-hmm. their ice is like <laughs> someone wrecked one their arena ice. yeah <laughs> someone wrecked their ice because of something 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 and I'm like what <laughs> but I they, love that though <laughs> they really had to like <laughs> they they were like okay <laughs> you can see like the thinking process of like okay how do they meet yeah well they're forced to have to share the ice yeah okay so what does that mean well, the the arena that like the hockey players use, like something happened to their rink. Yeah. Okay, what happened to their rink? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like it's it really is like a, a soap opera of like, <laughs> well, it's the you got someone pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, spoiler about that. alert! Sorry, <laughs> but it wasn't even really like it was. Yeah. like it was like. 
this kid was like dating somebody like somebody on like an opposing team and or and like she lied and and like said she was it was like so confusing actually now that i think of it i'm like it was like a layer no sense. A, a layer upon layer <laughs> it's like you know like it's a romance book guys yeah. we don't really need to yeah suspend your uh <laughs> your beliefs um but you know what I really love? I really love the the scene where, so because of that incident, what essentially happened is that they had to be, they had to work together, right? In terms of like, you know, because they, they'd be sharing an ice, right? And there was like so much animosity between like the skaters and the hockey players. And I can't remember which coach told them to, they have to figure out a way to, you know, be more friendly. I don't know if it's the figure skater I think coach. it was like, I think the hockey player coach was like because it's it's the figure skaters ice. Oh, okay, yeah. They were like, and like the coach for the figure skaters is kind of scary. Mm. So I think he was like, you have to be like amendable to her yes. schedule. Yes, yeah. I really love that part where they started doing speed dating. Speed dating per <laughs> oh, se. Oh yes. <laughs> That's such an interesting icebreaker. <laughs> I you know I was like that actually does make sense in in terms of like trying to build reciprocity by being like you guys have to talk to each other and this is how yeah. it's going to happen. But I think wasn't it really just because Anastasia and and Nate were just having such problems? Yes, yeah. I can't remember exactly, but I, like that was it, right? I think so. Like, was that after arguing. the party? Like, was it after when Ryan was there? I can't, I can't. I can't. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's been a while since I read this book. But you, now. okay. So you know what I love about like these kind of books too, like I love like tea that I'm not involved in, and it's <laughs> yeah, like, the gossip. Yeah, and it's like you you enter into this world, and then you know all of these like the the really good like you know romance books are the ones that like really like show you how like the complexity of relationships, yeah. and then their reactions to other people and then you're just like "Ooh, i wonder what hijinks they're gonna get into now (laughs) (laughs) it's true yeah i mean like it i just yeah it's like you're part of the gossip but you're not part of like the actual incident and so it's just like this is perfect i love the drama i love like the tension i (laughs) and and it's also because you're like in a perspective where you're like well, these two are going to fall in love. Yeah. You know the end game. You know the end game. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's like a really sad romance, then okay. Then you also know the end game for that. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to die? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, like this is set in college too. So then you kind of like, when you're, when you are a college student, and I mean, we could talk about this a little bit more, like our college life experiences, but everything feels like so expansive and so important. And it's like, 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 oh, you guys went to a party and like something happened. That's it. Like, <laughs> it's not actually like life and death. It's not yeah. this like huge important issue but when you're in college like these moments feel so important to you but then like as an adult you're like 
what like you failed your one test like yeah well you i had think... to share an ice rink like <laughs> you could live <laughs> there's more yeah. to life than that well i think it's because like college is the very first time that you're like independent right and it's mm-hmm. like one of the first instances where you're making decisions you're choosing the people that you want to befriend or spend time with there's no more I think even like I mean depending on like what how you kind of like what school you went to before but like college Mm -hmm. could also be the first time where you're not really forced to go to class if you don't want to it's like you'll fail that class but you don't yeah that's on you (laughs) no parent well yeah your parent might like get mad at you for wasting their money but like Mm -hmm. you can skip it if you want yeah. Oh my God. I, I, I mean, I never failed out any of my classes. Wow. I did. Um, <laughs> oh wait, should I say that out loud? But yeah, I did. <laughs> I, let's be honest. Yeah. But I mean, I did do the thing where like, if I had like a class that had like an eight, like especially my first year, cause I lived in residence. So I lived on campus. If I had like I can't I don't think I had many I think I had maybe like one 9 a.m class or something which you know in retrospect 9 a.m like it's not I know right it's not that early we work like (laughs) nine to five (laughs) and it was like a three-hour class oh my god but I would be like I'm just not feeling it I'm just going to my vibe (laughs) you know I really need to sleep. I've been so stressed out. You and were it's prioritizing like... your self-care even back then. You knew your worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though I had, like, just that one class that day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could have napped in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the decisions, like, yeah, of being a young adult. And so you're like, I can make this decision, and this is important, and – um. I will deal with the consequences later. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's kind of funny because honestly, like, especially with, like when I was a college student, like it was my first time like being independent, having to like live on my own and having to, you know, take care of myself in a way that like I like I mean, obviously I could call my parents and be like, This thing happened, how do I navigate it or or whatever? But a lot of times you're like I have to deal with this by myself. But I mean, thankfully, like a lot of it was like, oh, I like, I have to get myself a routine. Yeah. I have to go to bed at like a regular time. <laughs> I have to be mindful of like my spending habits. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I like, it's honestly like, I wish I could go back to being a student and just like enjoy it more. I know. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's the thing I feel like, and I mean, this is, like, part of, like, every moment of life where, like, in retrospect, you're like, oh, I wish, I wish I had known. I mean, there's, like, a quote from, like, The Office where Andy's, like, I wish you knew, uh, like, I wish that there was a way you knew when you were in the good times. Oh, yeah, I know. That always hits me. Yeah. Yeah. God. Because I'm, like. There's also, like, that, like, I think it's, like, an Instagram meme of, like, you don't know when your last time is. Like, the last mm-hmm. time that you wore 
you know, something or the last time that you use your like flip phone or something oh, like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you never actually know when that last time is. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like the last, you know, the last time you walk across campus, you know, or oh, my God, you study for a test. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't miss that. <laughs> Me neither. I actually didn't really study all that much, um, which is crazy to think now that I, I was just like eh, going in blind. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> if I know it, I know it. If I don't, well. That's how it goes. The confidence, honestly. Yeah. Like, God. But I mean, it, it's such a... And I mean, this book touches upon it, right? Where, like, that sense of self really starts to develop and you really start to learn, like, the characters and, like, the... Or, like, the characteristics and, like, the values that you start to uphold mm-hmm. is really interesting. I mean, like, this book, I, I don't know how far it is but like like Anastasia the main character like she sees a therapist she's like figuring out her mental health she's you know navigating how to deal with like her skating partner who's like kind of manipulative and she wants to you know be a good friend but she's she's struggling with like that notion of like setting a boundary um and I think that is like so true because a lot of times like you develop friendships or you develop these relationships with people and you're like but I like I'm an adult and I should keep people in my life but you don't really know how to set like a firm boundary of like you can't really treat me in this way yeah um but yeah it's yeah college it's so interesting it's so like oh my god I wish can we just go back to college now right I, it's it's funny because I I took a year or two. I took yeah, I think I took a year or two after high school. So I came to college maybe I think I was 20 or 21. So I was a little bit older than everyone else. Mm. But looking back now, I'm like I was only like 2 years or 3 years older. Like that wasn't like But a it big feels deal. like so much time. It did. Yeah, it yeah. did. Especially when you see people your age already graduating and you're still in like your first year or second year and then you're like oh my gosh I am behind um but but yeah so that was interesting I had a professor like I did I dropped that class because it was too hard it was too hard (laughs) um but I took like an intro to comp sci uh course I think in my first year and my professor was 25 um, oh, yeah, and yeah. I was like 21 or 22 and I'm like, oh my gosh, how, how, <laughs> how do you become, but, but yeah, I mean, it, at the end of the day though, yeah, we, we see that year or like those years as such like big things, big moments of your life, but the farther you get away from it, like now it's been like a decade plus since I graduated and you're, you're kind of like, oh no, that was just a moment. And it was like, it was great moments of like learning opportunities but there's other moments like even if you fail certain parts of it Mm -hmm. there's actually more moments to come and more learnings and probably like more difficult moments to come too right yeah yeah I mean yeah I remember like when I because I when I started college I was like straight out of high school so how I would have been I would have been 18 um going into but I had friends that were like you know they had like they were 17 but wow. they were yeah like they were 
turning 18 like within that like first semester or whatever which must have been wild honestly to be like 17 starting college thinking about it now you're like oh my gosh those people were babies babies (laughs) but we were like that when we were 17 (laughs) and we're like no we're not babies we're now adults on the cusp of adulthood I'm an adult and I know everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, honey, you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Even still me. Right. I'm like, I also have no yeah. idea. <laughs> we just, you know, making it up as we go along. <laughs> but I do remember, like, because my, I think the first year of, like, my program, it actually was pretty blended. Like, there were... There were, like, people who were, like, me, like, straight out of high school. But then there were people who were, like, five, six years older than me. Yeah. Um, who actually, like, I graduated with, too. So that was really nice to, like, see people who, you know, I think I, – I can't remember if, like, any of them had degrees or if this was, like – like, if it was, like, their second. But I, it was just, like, it was really nice to get that perspective of, like, you can be older and pursuing education and like sort of doing a career switch if, if things weren't working out. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, but yeah, it was, I feel like with other, like my other friends in college, like they were pretty much like, it was always just like, they were all 18 or they were all 20 or whatever. Whereas like mine, surprisingly, like my, the cohort I was like part of was very blended. Like, Mm -hmm lots of like age differences yeah um but i guess it makes sense like for a journalism program yeah you're gonna have people who are like doing other things and they want to write so yeah yeah but yeah college good times (laughs) good old days times (laughs) yeah (laughs) all the times (laughs) all the times yeah i mean i like i i worked for a college for a bit and it was like nice to kind of go back to that like environment Mm. and see like the see the youth (laughs) there is such an excitement in the youth oh my god like you can really you forget that you were like that i mean you can still be like that there's no (laughs) age difference right i feel like there's always just curmudgeonly like (laughs) But back in my day. Back in my day. Well, I was telling you, right, um, this is a thing that I realize as you get older and you're like, oh, darn, yeah, I am getting older. <laughs> like I was telling – this is like now off topic, but I was um, I was waiting at the pharmacy and someone had picked up their oh, medicine yeah. <laughs> and they were like um, – I guess like the pharmacist asked, like, what's your date of birth? And she was like, December, blah, blah, blah. Ninety ninety nine, and in my mind I'm like ninety ninety nine. Then you're gonna be like seven. Why are you an adult? And then <laughs> it like dawned on me. I'm like, wait, this person is like now like probably like twenty three, twenty four. I'm like, what? How old am I? <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's like you know, because like in my brain, thirty years ago was like nineteen seventy. But it's same. <laughs> same. It's not. It's not. Because it's, Why? I'm 30. 
where did time go? Oh my god, that makes like no sense. Oh my god. But yeah, it is crazy like when you Yeah, cuz I was like <laughs> when I was working there, it was people who were born in like the 2000s. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's so wild. Yeah. I think we've talked about it before, um, but I haven't really worked with a Gen Z. Like, the youngest I've worked mm. with is um, probably someone, like, just on the cusp of Gen Z. So, I think it's going to be so wild when I, like, start, like, <laughs> seeing Gen Z enter, like, the oh, workplace. Yeah. At least yeah. my workplace. And then I'd be like, wow. I'm not the young. I'm so used to being, like, the young the one. Especially, like, yeah. because our field is tech, right? So, like, we we're often seen as like the people especially in social up and comers exactly like oh it's the rising star you know like a lot of like what's hip and cool and the thing and then you're like oh and then doing it for 10 years (laughs) (laughs) exactly and then you're like oh there's like a new social platform that's when you realize you're old when you're like oh my gosh there's another social platform i have to like figure out What's our strategy on threads? I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, we write. (laughs) We'll do a post. God, yeah. I mean, that is the truth. Is like another one. (laughs) It's like that. Who's that person? Oh, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. (laughs) Another one. (laughs) We're aging ourselves so much right now. Not about icebreakers at all. Totally uh, went off gear there. <laughs> I mean, it's all good. Uh, oh. oh my god! But I mean, I I think it's like I actually I wonder now, like in the in icebreakers, because they're they're like he's in his final year, she's in her second or third year. Yeah. Oh, her third year. <clears throat> so they must have been. 2000s kids oh my gosh yes if it was set in the yeah in the yeah because like i remember there's like a scene where uh nathan was doing like a party for i don't know for who but someone was celebrating their 21st birthday right Mm -hmm. so totally yeah like 90 even (laughs) maybe 2001 oh my god it's so wild we're having an existential crisis right now and it's i mean you're younger than me too right so i'm like sometimes i wonder i'm like because i grew up in the 2000s i'm like did you grow up were you which part of the 2000s was your like when you actually remembered or were you actually you know were you there (laughs) or were you still kind of like in that zone where you forget you forget like four and below <laughs> I, I would say okay like my teens were like the 2010s oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> i was exiting my teens in the 2010s <laughs> well it's kind of funny because like if we had met like <laughs> actually no because like I wonder we what would it would have, have been never. like. I like, was like in grade eight. You were already graduated high school. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it would have been like, okay. <laughs> Hi. Oh my God. 
but it's interesting, right? It's so funny. Like we're talking about first proximity, and mm-hmm. uh, we talk. I think we talked about this in our first episode, but it's like, I mean, we met like through work, and that was like forced proximity. And <laughs> it was, it's yeah. it's so interesting how just having like yeah how having that forced proximity really like lends to getting to know people and like finding similarities where maybe if we hadn't been in that situation I don't know that I would like randomly like say oh this person's cool mm-hmm. let me get to know them they're five years younger than me <laughs> I mean I think it's easier now like as ad like it's like especially when you're like kind of established in your career to have like relationships or friendships with people who are like there are age gaps yeah but yeah like I think it it, I mean it always ends up because like when you think of even school yeah the friends that you hang out with it's because you see them on a daily basis yeah and so like the people that you make friends with at work same thing right like it's just like you see them day in day out for like five times a week eventually something happens you guys find out you both like hockey I, f- I forget what it was for us. Like, we both thought we sucked at writing social. It was that, yeah. We couldn't get tone. It was that. <laughs> tone. <laughs> and then you just, like, find other things that are in common or you just, like, enjoy each other's presence, like, in, in your life. And, I mean, I think that's what happened with, like, this book, too, where, like, they forced proximities. They hated each yeah. other. And then they eventually start seeing the like intrinsic value that the other person brings yeah for sure and and i mean i think like like for anastasia she sees like how hard nate works to be a coach and to be like a leader Mm -hmm. and for her or like for nate he sees like how hard she works and how dedicated she is to the sport Mm -hmm. um and i think that's like very i mean it's it's yeah it's just value spaced and because they if you think about it, if that thing with like the ice rink hadn't happened, they would have never met. Also, I thought it was very interesting how I think this was like early on in the book where so um, Anastasia didn't, doesn't really like Nate, right? But mm-hmm. with that whole like speed dating and her getting to know oh, um, the other players, the other first. players, and the other players like were really like like talking up Nate, mm-hmm. and I think that was so interesting that you know how a person's perspective of someone can change just by how other people talk about them, right? And then you really, I mean, like, our, like, how we act, like, we impact other people, right? And it's, like, it's such a reflection of your character. Mm-hmm. If other people, like, willingly, not coerce, like, talk up, talk you up, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I think that was, like, a big turning point for her of, like, recognizing that they admire and respect him so much and they're like this is like it yes it sucks that like we're in the situation but he's the one that like stepped up to ensure that like they got time to skate and to practice and um yeah so i think it's like it's all about perspective yeah when you're meeting people right like it's like that like um you know like that first impression that you make sometimes it really sticks and then other times you're able to, like, you hear from all these other people and you're like, oh, okay, like, they actually, like, maybe they were having a bad day or, like, the circumstances in the in the moment were just, like, 
like so random that it uh was like completely like the opposite of how they are or whatever mm-hmm. it's it's nice like it's nice that they they did that but i mean they also had the, like the dual perspective in this book too yeah which yeah. is fantastic it was yeah for sure i was gonna i'll go back to your tangent but <laughs> i i want to go off another tangent but related it reminds me of like this conversation that i had i think two days ago and it was like some somebody was talking about how um they had gone back to their home country and um everyone was kind of like talking about someone that they love in like different ways of like being not just like you know they knew this person in one way but everyone else was talking about their roles in different ways and it Mm. was like that like different perspective on this person that was really like heartwarming for this person to like kind of find out and i think like that's maybe like in icebreakers like that's what we see when anastasia talks to like all of these individuals right where it's like you don't just see it's like what you're saying you don't just see like that first impression but you see like the complexity of nate and you yeah. see like all of these layers of this person just by how everyone else is talking about him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's true it's it's like that um yeah like the complexities like of course like your first impression can be like a good like intuitive check of like will we vibe together but it's also like it's secondary sometimes once you learn like that more insider perspective of like you know this person's a really close friend of mine and you know this is how I think of them like I think that's like probably like the best way to really get to know somebody is like how their friends speak about them yeah and i mean obviously like it works out because you know they sort of fall in love with each other i think that's like where you're at in the the book yeah yeah and it's 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 nice like it's like it's one of those things where like not that like love conquers all but like there is it's able to like help bridge that like little gap that you know could have made them like you know completely separate right like it could have never worked out mm-hmm. um i did want to talk about just because i feel like it's it's just like it's kind of timely um and it's what's his name it's so tessa and morgan O'Re- no not o'reilly morgan riley <laughs> i think i think so morgan riley he's <laughs> like my favorite up? player in the leaves but okay okay riley yes morgan riley yes you want to say more yeah i mean i think like so i mean you should probably talk to it because i feel like you know more about it sure (laughs) me so um yeah so like i think they're married now because there's a photo of morgan so for anyone who doesn't know morgan riley is a toronto maple leafs defenseman um he's one of the longest serving leafs at the moment i think he was there back in 2012 like i don't know when they they drafted him but he's been there the longest or one of the longest um and yeah he was dating i think they like they announced like they had this public announcement during the pandemic like Mm -hmm. like he popped up in her like instagram live or something um but yeah they're married now and that's so interesting because it's like for at least for us right when you see tessa and scott you're always kind of gushing and you're like ooh, yeah. like you're kind of like imagining that but um 
it's it's also lovely because I think like Morgan, I, I feel like Morgan is like he seems like such a cool and calm like hockey player. I obviously do not know him, so I don't know what he's like. <laughs> no, but I- personally, he's like a really great friend. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's so cool. It's so lovely to see like a <laughs> hockey player that I love to to see him like, with like a, a figure, figure skater, skater that I really love too. Yeah, that's the best. It's so it's kind of, it's so funny because I'm like I wonder if they like this book was ever inspired by oh them because it's gosh. like two I mean obviously like Tessa and Morgan aren't college students like <laughs> yeah I think they I, met through like mutual friends or something yeah probably I mean like they're both from Toronto and I think Morgan's from Vancouver actually or British Columbia but what he would have been staying but here he was here on, yeah, yeah 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 he was staying here I think. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, because I don't think Tessa's, like, from this area. I think she might be from, like, London. Oh, maybe. Area. Um, But, uh. She is from, it doesn't say on Wikipedia. (laughs) No, it says London, Ontario. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Nice. Honestly. 1989. Oh, my gosh. She's younger than me. No, 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 I'm I'm born uh, in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, ninety ninety eight. I started my career as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. At ten years old. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's it's. Not to say that it's iconic, but I just love that this, like, that there is a situation, like, a scenario of this book where a hockey player is dating, marries a figure skater. so amazing. That's just, like... So good. It's so good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wonder if they were enemies to lovers. I wonder if they had forced proximity. They had to so curious, right? Had to use the same. That is so cool. Arena to (laughs) practice. I don't know. I think she was retired by the time that they would. I think she was retired. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She was practicing. She yeah, just like (laughs) doing you know her regular skating. (laughs) But I, I I love that. Like I love that they. Because, I mean, it's, like, I think, I mean, because, like, so, for people who, like, don't know about, like, Tessa and Scott, like, they are just, like, this iconic figure skating duo. And everybody, especially, Mm -hmm. like, for their final Olympic run, like, they had such a great routine. And everyone's, like, they have to be in love. Like, they have to. Like The chemistry was just, like. So perfect. Uh, But I also feel like that's probably so much, like so much pressure and i think they said that they had dated before but it just like didn't work yeah um so i know i like i wonder i feel like a lot of people were kind of upset when they're like morgan riley really but (laughs) i think it's also like one of those things where like it's it is kind of cute like it is like a cute idea like a figure skater i know (laughs) i know you know like they have a lot to talk about (laughs) oh my god yeah jeez it's yeah, I, I just love that because like, it's like it is like a trope come to life. Like, 
yeah. this this type of scenario. So if you don't know the, that couple, then now you have a vision of if you read this book, <laughs> then you can imagine them in the. <laughs> I wonder if they've like read the book. Oh my gosh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be so cool. <laughs> that'd be. I would. I would love that. Yeah. They should like sign. Yeah. You should sign the book. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. I should buy yeah, I should I only have an ebook copy, but I should buy mm-hmm. the book and if I ever encounter them in Toronto, then make them sign it. <laughs> and then I'm like, can you actually sign it as Anastasia and Nate? <laughs> I don't need your actual yeah. signatures, just <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. And it's kind of funny because there is like a Canadian connection in the book because Nate is supposed to go to like a team in Vancouver. Oh. Oh, did you not know that yet? No. Or maybe I skipped. I don't know. I'm still, yeah, I'm still one third. (laughs) I don't think they, I don't know if they've mentioned it yet. But yeah, so he has like, there is a Canadian connection. Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just needs to finish his final um, year final year and then he has a contract or something right? to join like the nhl but i think it's like a fake right i don't know what the it, does vancouver have a team yes what are they do. called vancouver canucks okay so i think it was like renamed because i don't think it it's she not. probably did yeah, she probably, probably didn't not. get it yeah. <laughs> licensed yeah probably not <laughs> nhl approved <laughs> <laughs> Read by all of our hockey players. <laughs> Approved. I would love that. <laughs> Required reading. Yeah. So I guess as we wrap up, I'm curious, Savannah, what's your favorite part of the book? And any last thoughts? Um, so as much as I love like the two characters, I I actually personally really love all of the side characters and sort of like their storylines. Like, you know, like because um Anastasia has two roommates but one of it is like her best friend who also ends up dating somebody on the team but he's like the the assistant coach right and um I just so I I just love like all of these like the side characters and like their storylines and um I actually think that there might I think there's like a second book and I think it follows one of them oh wow so I'm like curious about like i kind of want to read it yeah yeah just to be like what's mentioned right because i like icebreakers universe yeah i'm like what easter eggs are gonna be in here yeah um but i think that's my favorite part is like the sort of like the the realistic world building of like this is a college setting Mm -hmm. you know they're going to parties there's all of these other things are happening but these are like some really fantastic side characters that are like like rooting for them and really supporting them and they have their own lives and yeah. they have like other situations but they, it's like blended so well yeah um and it, it kind of really supports like in like the momentum of the storyline too yeah yeah what about you yeah i think yeah i think for me i like i have to second that i think it's sometimes when there are two main characters you all like the side characters they often like tend to be just accessories right yeah yeah they're very one-dimensional and it only whatever they're going through it serves to um move the plot forward for the main characters but it's true what you're saying where in this book 
all of these different characters, like all of them have very distinct personalities. So it's really, it's really cool. Like I personally, I think I had a crush on the Henry guy because like I like oh, yeah, the yes, shy yes, yes, yes. and quiet folks. Um, but but yeah, like it was so cool to to see the distinctness because then you can really imagine it in your head of mm-hmm. like you can imagine their motivations and then why they would do certain things, right? Yeah. So I definitely like that. And I, I like the likeness of it. I mean, I I read a lot of nonfiction, as you, as you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, a lot of those books, I mean, they make you think. They make you kind of, like, you know, ingest a lot of information. But I, I really, yeah, I really enjoy, like, light reads, too. Especially if, like, you've had enough, like, you know, enough ingesting information. And you just want to, like, sit down and just plop into like a world right I think I Mm -hmm. I told you in a previous episode where one of the the reasons why I don't really read a lot of fiction books is because I often feel like I need to like set up set aside a lot of time to sit down and really be like okay I'm gonna get into this or yeah I'm gonna get into this world um but no like this one is like really easy to like you know drop it for like a few days and then when you plop back in you're like okay I know what's happening it's not like kind of rewinding and be like where was this how is this related what is this Mm -hmm. like magic map that I have to remember so where are they going yeah oh right this thing does that (laughs) it's true yeah it is nice like it I mean I think that's like why romance books are so popular is because you can kind of like drop them for a few days a week whatever and you can come back to it and i think like it's it's actually like what i was saying like where they are like a lot of romance authors are starting to develop universes where like you know a side character has like their own story part of it and like you know i'm sure anastasia and nate will get mentioned in this this book and i i'm very excited like yeah i'll be very excited when i read that yeah um but yeah, I think it is nice. Like it's it's sometimes we do need like those really light reads and we don't necessarily need to like think. Yeah. And we can just sort of like enjoy the plot and the gossip and like yeah. a glimpse into Love this it. like very unique world. Yeah. It's like yeah. a it's a weird description, but I would say it's kind of like a light roller coaster where there's yes, there's a little bit of bumps, but it's like bumps with flowers and mm-hmm. you're just like enjoying the air and you're like oh yes <laughs> let me enjoy all of this <laughs> yeah yeah because it's like it's not anything where you're like there isn't like some looming like pit mm-hmm. that you're gonna fall into right like yeah there's gonna be like there's some tension of yeah. course like it's always necessary like yeah. there's some really you know parts where you're like I don't know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. but you're always kind of like well it has to end in like a happily ever after so yeah I I love that I love that aspect of it like at least I don't have to worry about like it being a cliffhanger or like something intense happening and I'm just like bawling my eyes although I do have to call back to what you were reading last year when you kept reading I think romance books right and then there were Mm -hmm. a couple in a row where you said that the endings weren't what you expected and Mm -hmm. it made you feel a lot of stuff so yeah yeah so I guess there are like books that are like that there are yeah and I think actually like what I do a lot of times is I'll like because people are reviewing these books right so sometimes they'll be like 
they'll be like, yes, there's a happily ever after. Mm, okay, yeah. Or like there is like warnings or like people will be like, just so you know, like th- like this content may be triggering because of this or whatever, right? And I really, I think that's like the important aspect of like book talk and like people who do use like the story graph or Goodreads who leave these reviews and are mindful of like, if you're looking for a book that ends this way, this is not going to be it for you, right? Like I think that's like the great thing about sort of what's happening with reading right now is a lot of people are sharing insight and guidance into like are you looking for a really light cozy read like this is the thing yeah yeah amazing and that's exactly what we're doing with this podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I think that's a good way to end things unless Mm -hmm. you have any last additional words no I mean I I finished the book so are, are you going to to finish it up I think so. I mean, yes, there are spicy bits, but it's a very it's a very light read. So I think I mm-hmm. will I will definitely finish the book. That's great. Okay, I guess um thank you to everyone who listens and comments and talks to us about these. Um feel free to shoot us a message and let us know if you've read the book and if you enjoyed it. And um we look forward to chatting again next month and uh We'll talk to you later. Yes. Bye. Follow us on Instagram or TikTok at the digital look. If I think that's our handle. <laughs> You're so rusty. <laughs> that is our I think handle. It's, just, it's just the digital look, yeah. Yes. Follow us there. Bye. <laughs> Bye.